time now for Focus on Faith. Last week, we had Drew White. The week before that, Lou Holtz. Uh, this week, we're going to turn to a guy who... I got to say, probably appreciated playing for Notre Dame more than just about anyone. Uh, Alex, I know you were a part of the program as a student at Notre Dame while uh, Joe was yeah. while Joe Schmidt was on the football team. Do uh, you think that's a pretty accurate statement? Then, oh not- my gosh, I, I mean, you know, Notre Dame football mean, means a lot to to all of these players, but with Joe, it was it was just a, a step beyond. You know, to see him come in as a walk-on, work his way up, earn a scholarship, you know, sort of excel on special teams and then make his way uh, into uh, into Notre Dame starting defense and eventually become team MVP. I mean, this guy lived and breathed every day Notre Dame football. He went to famed uh, modern-day Catholic high school in California, uh, had scholarship offers from Air Force in Cincinnati, but he said no. I'm going to walk on at Notre Dame. Didn't really know if he'd ever play and eventually ends up a captain. Here's Focus on Faith with former Irish captain Joe Schmidt. Hard to imagine you've now been gone for, uh, what, four years. Uh, Catch everybody up on what you're up to these days. Yeah, you know, you you stay four years. And uh, it's funny, sometimes it feels like it's been a short amount of time, and then other times it feels like a whole other lifetime. But, um yeah, you know, I'm I'm currently walking the streets of San Francisco between uh between work meetings. Um, after school, I took a job at a venture capital firm out here, um, and I actually recently uh, moved from that venture capital firm to a company that I invested in. Um, so a company called Ethos, we sell um, a new life insurance startup. So that's what I'm up to now, and loving San Francisco, man. It's great, 75 degrees. <laughs> it's actually not bad here still. Take us back to, to your early days, Joe. I, I knew you grew up a Notre Dame fan, but, uh, uh, you know, how did that come to be? Uh, I remember seeing the, the famous photo you sent uh, of you as a little kid, but how, how did you become yeah. a Notre Dame fan so early? I, honestly, I don't know. Somebody was actually asking me that um, last night, and, um, you know, I was like, the, the story, you know, the story that I always, you know, I tell people, it's like when I was five, my dad sat me down, and he said, Joe, write down your goals. Um, which is kind of ridiculous. Brad, I can't write. Um, but, you know, we came up with three things. It was like, go to the park with Dad, go play, um, you know, go to Baskin-Robbins and play football in Notre Dame, like in that order. Um, and so, like, I don't know why uh, football in Notre Dame was number three, but my dad still has a paper somewhere. Um, and, you know, it might have just been, like, positive association where, you know, we, we used to watch football on Saturdays after I play my soccer or baseball games in the morning. Notre Dame was on at 12:30. My dad was Catholic. You know, my family's Catholic, and so we'd watch the game together. He'd make pancakes. I, I don't know. Um, could have been Rudy. And then my sister <laughs> ended up going there, and um, you know, you know, she was an 06 grad. She married a baseball player, so the love kind of grew and um, molded, and I kind of realized what Notre Dame people were like. Um, and it was just, you know, this constant infatuation with what the university stood for. So, um, yeah, I really don't have a good answer. It's just always been there. Former Notre Dame captain Joe Schmidt is our guest here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. This is our Focus on Faith interview. Uh, you, you mentioned you guys being a Catholic family. H- how important wa- was your faith growing up in in the Schmidt household? Uh, very important, right? So, I mean, it was obviously you go to Mass, um, but you know, I went to I went to Catholic school. Um, actually, for a while, I went to Lutheran school, which was an interesting experience. Um, but you know, it was always, a, it was always a focal point in our household. We prayed together, um, you know, as a family, like, um, we would pray before bed, like my dad would come in and 
good friend with me and my my two uh, my two sisters that were closer in age to me. Um, so it was just something we always did, and um, you know, in the good times and the bad times, like just being thankful for for both of them because it's just part of life and the journey. So yeah, so it was a big it was a big part for us. And then, how much do you think that's helped you uh, along your journey uh, to to have that faith and and that you know that belief inside you that that you that grew from such a young age? I, I think it's it's been critical. Um, you know, like. I'd say um, not just like when things are, are tough, um, but like just when things are really good too, just like put things in perspective that, um, you know, it's how, how really truly blessed we are. Um, so I, I think that like, I'd be hard pressed to believe that um, any of the things that have gone really positive in my life. And I'm like, I, I'm the luckiest guy on earth. Um, would have happened without, without that, like without, um, you know, God for some reason, choosing me to, you know, be, be some sort of instrument for him. Um, so I, I feel, I feel like without it, I, I'd probably be a little bit more, a little bit rudderless. Um, and obviously that, you know, that journey is, um, a constant kind of movement pattern, right? And, um, it was something that was fun to explore when, you know, at Notre Dame where you're kind of trying to figure out like, Hey, what the heck do I actually believe in? Like, this is my, this is my life. Um, and to have, you know, the, the classes and um, you know, be able to ask questions um, in a religious setting um, was was actually super helpful for me. So, yeah. You're listening to Focus on Faith on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Our guest this week is Joe Schmidt, 2015 Notre Dame football captain. You know, your your history of being a walk-on is well-documented. The fact that, you know, you could have went other places and, and you chose to, to come to Notre Dame instead and be a walk-on and, and you worked your way up to get a scholarship and, and then eventually uh, be a captain. All those steps, hey, you get to be a walk-on, then you became a captain or became a starter, then a captain. Which one stands out the most to you now looking back as maybe the most special part of all that? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, I told you only softball. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The, uh, I think for me, being able to call my dad and my mom and say, Hey, you know, like the, the dreams, the dream is complete. Um, but you really like it, but the hard part, you know, and that was, that was really a scholarship moment, but the, you know, and the craziest part about it, um, and I remember, you know, like, crying with my parents about it um, out of happiness because there were so many of those, those moments um, in my, in my career. That's why I'm just like, I'm so damn blessed where, you know, you got first start was amazing. And then, you know, making a big play against USC where, you know, my dad and I would play catch and dream about that, you know, at, at night. Um, so I don't know. I think probably one of, one of those. Um, and then the, the, the one that, the one that was the most most like emotional was the very last game hugging my parents after the Ohio State game, being like, "Hey, like if I die right now, that's it. I'm I'm the happiest guy I could have been. Wow, what a what a what a life." What uh, you know, you mentioned that that first start in 2014, and and you actually sent a text message I saw to to your family, kind of yeah. right before that. Yeah, like all of my wildest dreams are about to come true. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I remember texting them and, um, because I was never one of those guys that like was like foaming at the mouth before games. And so, 
I just remember thinking to myself, like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. Um, and then after the game, sit, you know, like, sitting there being like, wow, that really just happened. I had, like, you know, nine, eight or nine tackles in a Notre Dame football game. Like, like me? Really? Um, so, I don't know. It almost felt like an out-of-body experience for the whole time. And that's why I say it, in some ways it feels like another life. Um, you know, now I'm just a you know, tiny white guy that likes the Peloton. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, how much do you miss it and how much don't you miss it now? I don't miss it at all. Um, really? You know, I, I yeah, no, I, I really don't. I think, um, you know, if you think about, like, life, um, and I, you know, I say this to some people sometimes, but, like, think about your life as, like, an equation um, where, every, you know, all the happiness, the dreams, the goals, the ex- you know, um, Everything is on the, on the top. All the positive, positive stuff is on the top. And it's the sum of all that over the, the, the denominator of, like, really one thing being regret. Um, you know, like, as that, obviously, as regret gets bigger, um, that number goes down exponentially. But as regret gets smaller and approaches zero, you know, goes to, you know, basically to infinity. It's like the mathematical representation of that equation. And, like, I have literally zero regrets about my time in Notre And so, like, People are like, hey, would, would you, if you could go back and do it all over again, would you? And I'd be like, actually, I don't think I would because, you know, maybe I, maybe I end up with, with some regret. And, like, right now, um, I, I, just, I couldn't imagine it going, you know, hardly, hardly any better. Um, you know, obviously I would have liked to win a, win a national title, but, like, that was basically it. From walk-on to captain, former Notre Dame linebacker Joe Schmidt is our guest here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Joe, I'll, uh, I'll leave you with this. Uh, you know, for kids out there that are that are told they can't do something, uh, you obviously were someone that proved a lot of people wrong. What do you What do you want to say to those kids that may be listening that uh, you know have been told you're too small or you're not as athletic as others? You'll never make it to to, to somewhere big. Yeah, no, I mean, I think what I would say is, um, first, like, it's, it's obviously possible. Like, there are so many people um, that are in some successful place in life, and everyone has told them, um, uh, you know, hundreds if not thousands of times that they can't do it. Um, and so it's, it's possible. Um, what I will say is that um, if you want to be great at something, you know, make a plan, have goals, have dreams, and then figure out how you're going to go and, and achieve them, right? And so... Um, I break my life into those four seg- sections I said earlier, where it's, you know, it's uh, academic or career, right? It's social, it's spiritual, and it's athletic or health, right? And if you think about your life in those four pillars with whatever the major goal is on the top of it, um, you know, you, you got to have each one of those has to be rock solid and thinking about how do you build towards whatever it is that you want to want to achieve, um, and so if you can take that type of approach and each and every day get a little bit better and chip away at like, you know, a weekly goal, a monthly goal, a quarterly goal, a yearly goal, all towards something you really want to do. I, I, you know, sure. If you want to be Michael Jordan, like you got to be six, six and like a freak athlete. But for most of the dreams that you've got, I think that they're all, atta- they're all attainable. Um, and I, it's just all about being, um, structured and going after them and, uh, and taking the right approach and, you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, getting a couple bounces on your way on, on the way. Right. I, you know, I'm, I'm one that got very lucky too. So, um, but I think if you do, if you do all that the right way, then you're going to have no regrets and you're going to be happy. Joe, thank you very much. Of course, my friend, always great talking to you. 
Former Irish captain Joe Schmidt was our guest there on Focus on Faith. Alex, uh, your thoughts on what Joe had to say? I mean, Joe is just is, is such an such an incredible guy. But I mean, the thing I think that sticks out most to me is that uh, is that sort of uh, you know his goal list when he was five years old. <laughs> go go to the park with dad. Go to Baskin Robbins. You know, normal normal goals for for a five year old. You know, certainly on on your minds. And then play football at Notre Dame. I mean, like one of those things is not like the other. There. I mean, that was that's just incredible. And uh, you know, for for him to for him to accomplish that, to to write that down at five years old. You know, it's it's just incredible that he actually put in all of the work, turned down scholarship offers to walk on at Notre Dame, and then to get to where he is as a captain and everything. It was just incredible. And I got to say this: the thing that sticks out most to me about Joe Schmidt is just how smart he was. I mean, I was a student coaching assistant during the infamous BVG regime, and that defense was so difficult and so complex, and Joe Schmidt knew it down pat. I'd say most of the starters on that team knew at least what their job was in the defense, although that's sort of up for debate. Joe Schmidt knew what everyone's job was on the defense, so much so that during uh, we would have team meetings, we, we would watch film and everything, and and BVG had to he had to tell Joe Schmidt to sort of be quiet because he knew all the answers as soon as BVG asked them. And he was trying to make sure that the everybody else everybody did. else knew or, you know, trying to gauge whether they knew or not. And so when Joe Schmidt would answer the question before BVG even finished it, you know, everyone could just say, oh, well, Joe knows. So, you know, we're OK. So he was the smart kid that complete that always raised his hand immediately. And absolutely. The teacher was trying to get everyone else involved. And, and, and then reminded the teacher that you didn't assign homework yet and, and all of that. <laughs> Joe Schmidt.